Welcome to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Devon Page. Devon is a second year student in our full-time MBA class of 2023, and he's also the president of the Parents at Darden Student Organization. Devon and I recently connected via Zoom to talk more about his background, what led him to Darden, his first year experience, his summer internship, the parents at Darden Student Organization, and Devon's advice for students with families considering an MBA. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's my interview with Devon Page. Devon, welcome to the podcast. Hey, how are you doing? Well, it's great to have you here. How's everything going? Going well, going well. Uh, just getting out of classes and, uh, you know, enjoying second year. Yeah, people do say things feel a little bit more settled in the second year. You're obviously you've been through the business school a routine. You got a year mm-hmm. behind you. You come off that summer internship. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling generally? You feeling pretty good? Yeah, yeah. And like, it's great to know like where the cafeteria is and different things like that. So yeah, no, it's, it's good. You, you get into this routine and, and yeah, so overall feeling good, feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. It's the little things, knowing how to find your way to the, to the cafe, for example. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And knowing that that's the name of it, you know, Abbott (laughs) auditorium, (laughs) the small things. There you go. That's right. I always feel for folks in the first few days of the school year, there's a lot of groups of students kind of wandering around looking for, (laughs) are we close to this room? Are we on the right path? I I always enjoy that, though, because I think it's a good way to meet people, actually. Um, You know, if you're lost, well, there are probably a few other people like that. Um, It's a bonding experience. Yeah. 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 Completely agree. Well, tell us a little bit more about you and your background. What did you do before coming to Darden? Yeah, so I was, um, right before Darden, I was at IBM. I was a financial analyst for them. Um, I lived in this super small, uh, kind of small town, Rochester, Minnesota. So everyone thinks Rochester, New York. It's not Rochester, New York, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, and then uh, before that, I got my uh, bachelor's in econ at uh, BYU, Brigham Young University. Yeah, and I have a wife and three boys. So, yeah. Where's home for you originally? Yeah, so home for me is Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then uh, my wife is from Tennessee. And so she was uh, not exactly thrilled about living in Minnesota, (laughs) uh, given the weather, what she's used to versus what we what we experienced there. But uh, but yeah, yeah. What about Prince? Uh, Yeah, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I I like to tell people like Minnesota's a hidden gem. Like there's a lot of great things that, that come out of Minnesota. Um, a lot of really good food. It has the best state fair, in my opinion, my very biased opinion, but it's, uh, it's a great place. 
All right. We're at the Minnesota State Fair. It's the two of us. We're walking around. What's the one thing that we have mm. to do? Oh, I mean, can you only do one thing uh, at the State Fair? Uh, I'd say like the beauty of the State Fair is that they have literally like any type of food that you can imagine and stuff that you would never even think about. So like you can go and get a deep like deep fried butter if that's what you want. Sounds disgusting, but like you can get just about any food imaginable. So like just walking around and being like, I would have never thought of eating that before. Let me try it. Uh, is uh, is always just a really fun experience. I think I'm too old for deep deep fried butter at this point. <laughs> um, but it's good to know that it's out there. If if I if yes. I want it, if I need it, if I want to try it, yes. I can go to the Minnesota State Fair. Um, and so many great it's, bands exactly. through history from Minnesota. Prince is oh, yeah. obviously the most notable, but there are a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Minneapolis alone. Yes. Um, so, yes. yeah. So, all right. I'm, I'm a Minnesota fan. I'm, I'm, I'm sold. So, uh, how did you get from Rochester, Minnesota, um, to Darden, how did how did you ultimately decide an MBA is the right step for me? And oh, by the way, I want to come to Charlottesville. Yeah, so uh, the MBA was something that's like it kind of been on my radar for a while. I had a mentor uh, growing up who is just like extremely influential in my life, and he ended up. It, I find out a little bit later that he got his MBA and I kind of just like wanted to follow in his footsteps type of thing. Uh, so then there was that. Then uh, on top of that, when I was at BYU at my, my last semester there, I had already accepted a full-time job going to IBM. I found out about the management consulting club. Uh, and I was like, Oh, like, what like people pay people that just like think about their problems like that sounds really interesting and, and unique and cool and obviously there's more to it than that but like um so that sparked uh an idea of like okay maybe consulting would be a path for me moving forward um yeah so anyways then i i did a couple of years at at ibm and then I started like my, uh, my search for schools and, um, honestly, like Darden was not on my radar until like very late in my like application process. And, um, uh, for those who aren't familiar, I ended up going through and applying through consortium, which you know, is it, it, an incredible program that helps uh, different minorities and those who are interested in supporting minority groups as well. Um, and so the deadline to submit that application and all of the applications was October 15th. And the reason I know that is because my wife was pregnant with my youngest child and she was almost due. And I was like, okay, like if you can just wait until after October 15th 
then like, you know, you can have the baby anytime after that. And of course she ends up having the, like she goes into labor on October 15th. So I'm over there, like literally like, all right, you're not quite in labor yet. Okay. Like I'll just see how many applications I get done. And I got to Darden and done and a couple of others. And then I was like, okay, like this seems good. But I, and I submitted it. And then, and then my wife had my youngest kid. And so it's, uh, it was very fortunate timing for sure. Uh, yeah. What a day. Uh, you submit yeah, a few yeah. business school applications and you have a new addition to your family. I can't say that we've interviewed too many people <laughs> on the podcast, Devon, that have had that confluence of events all on one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was crazy. Um, yeah, so I had done a little bit of research and like Darden came up. Um, my We were trying to find places that were not like in the deep, like deep city, we, we wanted a, a lifestyle a little bit different, especially since, you know, we had three kids. Um, and so learning about Charlottesville and, and, and Darden was, uh, was huge in that sense. Um, and then like meeting and talking to person after person and, and the type of community that there was. And, and I can go into more of like why Darden, but like it, that was definitely um, one of the biggest factors for me of like, okay, like this is a place like for my family wise of like a great setup for us. Um, and then also like the people and the program. It was a great match there. I appreciate your note around it being a family decision because I think that is unique for students with families. Everybody has to feel like for this couple of years, this is going to be a good situation for us. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, you know, we, it's, it, it's, it's one of those things that's really hard to quantify of like, okay, how much, how much is the family taking on with the, this decision? It's, it's not just the student themselves going through it. There's so many different factors where like, you know, especially during the pandemic, like I was working from home quite a bit. And so like, you know, my wife just getting used to like, Hey, like, do you have five minutes to like watch the kids for something? Um, and just like that type of environment going away, thankfully, like the pandemic is, is, has gotten better in that sense. And so things have become more in person. And so, um, yeah, just like being in person for things has been unique for sure. So um, you've come to Darden and you're a first year student here. Um, what was that adjustment process like? Yeah, uh, great question. So it was, you know, I, I had heard that like Darden is rigorous and, and all of these things. And it was, it was interesting because like when I'm getting that information, I'm thinking, oh, but like I've been like, 
I've, I've taken hard classes before and, and that type of thing. But what I like, what I wasn't used to or what I didn't fully get was that Darden is, is difficult also on like the pace and the, like the, the pace that you're going through. And so it was definitely a, a shock at first of like, oh, wow, like there's a lot I have to do and I have to do it quickly and, and, you know, getting up to speed and in that sense. Um, but something that made a huge difference for me was um, just having a community and, and, and being in a community where, you know, it, it's okay to mess up, you know, it's okay to say the wrong thing in, in class, even, you know, as you're having these, these discussions um, so th- those types of things really helped with the adjustments. Um, but it was like drinking from a fire hose, feeling like I'm running from one thing to the next at first, for sure. I appreciate your point about the pace. I think that is always an adjustment for folks. I mean, you're typically doing, you know, one case per class. So you have about what, four classes per day or something like that. I mean, from eight to about one Monday through Thursday. Is that the schedule generally? Do I have that yeah, about right? Yeah. 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 So uh, Monday through Thursday, eight to one you're in class. And then, yeah, you're doing about three classes a day. And then, you know, and then on top of that, it's like afterwards you have to prepare for the next day. And so that, that takes, a couple of hours, depending on how many cases you're doing. And then you go and you meet in your learning team, which is another couple of hours. And so you're like, okay, you know, going from one thing to the next, that pace can be um, a real shock for sure. So what was the adjustment like for, for your family as you were becoming a sort of a new business school student, getting used to Darden class, your family's going through this with you. Um, what was that process like for your family? Yeah. Um, so we, it, it was at, at first one of those decisions of like, well, I should back up at first where we kind of just like got hit by the bus, you know, of like, whoa, this is a lot faster than, I expected and like takes up a lot more of my day than I expected. Um, and so we, we had to like take a step back and be like, okay, you know, now that we understand more of like the routine and the rhythm, how do I still make time for my family? And so, you know, we talked about like, what are the important times that like, if I can make it happen, um, that I'm at home and I'm with my family and what are the, the times that are most beneficial for my wife? And then also what are the times that like, like being there for my children matters the most and, and, and all that stuff for our family. And so, you know, we, we talked it out and there was really that like bedtime story hour from like six to seven where, you know, we're finishing up eating and if I could get to dinner even better, but, you know, figuring out that portion of it and then going from there, going back to school to go back to learning team. So it was like 
okay, we need to figure out like what's important. And then also leveraging the learning team and saying like, hey, like this is a priority for, for me and my family, um, like working out scheduling constraints and different things to make sure that I'm still able to have that time with my family um, was, was really, really important for us. Were you able to strike that balance? It sounds like, I mean, that's all important stuff that you're talking about. All these things are important. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I had a, a learning team that uh, was very good about um, like meeting later, which like, you know, obviously has its pros and its cons. It means, you know, if, I, if we're meeting at seven, 15, 730, and we're spending two hours, that means I'm not getting home until like, you know, 930. Um, so like there, there's definitely like that side of it. Um, I, I'd say there were weeks where like, I just like couldn't do it, you know, but I'd say overall, it, it worked out. And I'm grateful for my learning team for being willing to work with me. And they understood I was the only one with children and, and they were, they were definitely willing to be um, accommodating for when it, when we could make that work. And, and then there were times where, you know, it really wasn't going to work for them. And, and since they had done so much for me, it was kind of like this give and take, like I can't win all the time, but um but overall, we were willing to work with each other to make it work. So you go through the first year, you mentioned this interest in consulting, management consulting, the idea of thinking of being paid to think about other people's problems. Um, is that what you decided to recruit for? Yeah, it was. And I, I did. Um, I, I went through the process and I honestly found it found out that I liked it even more than I thought I would as far as like um, one of the, the beautiful things about, um, uh, about interviewing for consulting firms is that you, you do these case interviews where you're able to um, they give you a problem that you haven't seen before and you kind of go through it and you're, you're working with the interviewer um, to, to work through this problem together. Um, and I, while, you know, maybe in the moment or like, as you've done, like your 20th case, you're not like as in love with it anymore, but it's, I think it's a great part of the overall interview experience of getting a gauge for like, is this work that like, I would actually be interested in, um, and so like going through that process, I was like, yeah, like I really enjoy like this concept of like, I've never seen this before and like still being able to like work through and, and, and take in information and, and, uh, uh, and just like learn from it and, and be able to apply it in a way that gets us to a solution. Um, so I, I did do that and I, um, I did my summer internship at BCG, um, in their Dallas office. Um, and then there was a, 
surprise twist, I should say, where the the company opened up a Nashville office, which is where my my wife is from. And so I ended up transferring over there as well. So anyway, it's a lot of like really um, amazing things ended up working out in my favor for that. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that that worked out. Sometimes when we talk with folks about that summer experience, it gives them some clarity on the experience that they've had as a first year student and the things that they've learned and maybe even a deeper appreciation for how much they've learned over the past year. Was that your experience? Yeah, it was. It, it really was. And it's like, there's, there's the like skills and different concepts that you build off of in from core um, that like are directly taught to you. But then there's also just like benefits from the case method in general that are like indirect. For example, like being able to come in, like, you know, you, you work on these cases that are in industries completely foreign to you. And yet, like in class, you're expected to be like knowledgeable and say intelligent things about these topics that you had just learned about a day before. And so by like that type of skill of being able to ramp up really quickly and learning about industries that you had never thought about before, like directly helped with this summer internship where, um, you know, I was working on a, a plumbing manufacturer and it's like, I've, you know, I've seen plumbing before but you know not not any like nowhere near a subject matter expert um but being able to like learn and ramp up quickly and ask questions to gain um the needed information to move forward um, was definitely something that core had helped me with so you come back to darden your second year student How's your second year been thus far? I know it's still still early. Here it is September. You're you're about a few a few weeks in at this point, but how's second year going? Yeah, so the second year is really interesting because um, you know, as a as a first year, you you see all of these different events that are going on and you're you, you kind of just like intake. You're like, oh yeah, like I'll go to this event and this and this and like you know, along with like recruiting and classes and all those things. Um, and I like didn't fully realize just how much work goes into each one of those events until you come in as a or even those clubs and the logistical things that they're doing to help support you in the background. Um, and so coming in and being a leader of one of those clubs, it's, it's been, um, it's been a lot. And it's also been like really rewarding in, in a lot of different areas. Um, and so I'd say like, as far as second year goes, like the, the amount of responsibility that you take on can be a lot of work, but then also really rewarding. Um, yeah. You're right. That second year, at least here on the podcast, we've come to understand it is a time when students are taking on more leadership responsibility, getting involved, leading clubs and organizations. And you are the president of the parents at Darden Student Organization. Now, I will note, Devon, 
we started out before we even kicked off the co recorded conversation. I said, this is an organization that seems new to me. And you said, absolutely. So tell us a little bit more about parents at, at Darden. Yeah. So it's, uh, um, so it started, um, I'd say maybe two years ago. Um, but like two years ago being like the first six months was literally just like them getting through this whole like process of like, okay, yes, we will be a student club. Yes. There's enough interest, all of that stuff. So really the, the first year of it being like fully functional, um, was this previous year. Um, and then coming up on, on now my year and being able to expand some of the things that we've been doing, but the, the organization really started from an, uh, an insight that parents have unique needs and, and unique challenges and, and different things. And, and just being able to balance all, all of the different parts of life. And like we talked about before that the family is directly impacted both positively and negatively from the, the different things that go on at Darden. Um, and feeling a part of the community. Um, and, and so this, this group was created to be able to provide support to both the students who are parents, those who are the partners of, of those students and, and being able to bring in a more kid-friendly environment while at the same time um, providing education and opportunities for people to understand what it's like to be a parent uh, uh, and and so like that's like our goal and what we hope to accomplish and uh yeah anyways so that's a that's a little snippet of uh parents at Darden. and students get involved in a lot of different things in their second year how did you decide that i would like to be a leader of this organization you're president of parents at Darden. how did you decide that you wanted to put your time in, into this organization? Yeah. So, um, it was like, uh, a three part decision. One, I wanted to be able to, to make a difference. And there, there were lots of different opportunities and, and different places that I thought I might be able to put my skill set. um, and it being such a new club, I thought that there was lots of opportunities to grow the, the culture and, and, and start programs and different things that uh, might be beneficial. Um, and like even like starting up a, a group chat with all of the parents, you know, different initiatives that, that would help bring the community together uh, who are parents and that you could rely on each other. And so I saw that as, as a need and an opportunity for us to grow. Um, the other aspect is um, just being, being a parent has been one of the most rewarding parts of, you know, my personal being. And um, I wanted to be able to one give back to the students who came before me who helped make 
Dart in an inclusive environment and integrate my family more into the Darden community, but then also provide just more opportunities for growth and making it um, making it a, a fun and a, a place where the whole family feels like a community. You mentioned you you have three kids. Um, what are their ages? Yeah. Yeah, so five, three, and one, they're all boys. Often, you know, we'll we'll have cold call, which is, you know, after Thursday, uh, you know, we're all getting together as the, the Darden community. And there are, you know, different things. And there's the big courtyard that we meet in. And you'll see my kids just like running around back and forth. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for, um, a lot of the, the Darden community that has made a real effort in like, you know, making my family feel welcome. Um, and in particular, there's, there's one student who, no, like, will always like run with my kids. Like my kids love to race. And so they will go up to him and they'll be like, Hey, like, like, let's race, let's race. And he's always just like willing to like run and like constantly running back and forth with them. And I'm like, whew, thankfully someone else, you know, that's not me, you know, um, but like the, the joy that it brings them and the excitement that they have when they come to, to cold call and they're like looking for, you know, their friend to run with is, uh, it's, it's just been like really rewarding in that sense. Now the one-year-old may not understand uh, exactly what you're <laughs> doing, but the three-year-old, yeah. the five-year-old, do they understand that you're in school right now? Any idea of what an MBA might be? I mean, is that a little too far advanced at this point? You know, great, great question. Um, I'd say like my, my five-year-old, did preschool as as well so like he's he's starting like he understands now like oh like you go to school and like there's a teacher and there's a classroom and so like we did you know back in core when you know we're in like one classroom for like five hours you know so like i was able to take them and be like this is where i am in my classroom you know for almost all the day when you don't see me, like, you know, just like you have a classroom that you go to. So like my, my five-year-old has gotten a lot of experience with that. And like my three-year-old just kind of like, Oh, dad's going to school, but like no real concept of like, he just knows that I'm gone. And then I come back and that there are people there that he's met. So, yeah. Well, you mentioned Parents of Darden, a newer organization, and you felt like there was a fair amount of opportunity to have some impact here. What are you looking forward to with Parents of Darden in the coming months? Yeah. Um, so, one, we're, we're about to, to have this Saturday our welcome social. And so, like, um, one of the things that is can be difficult about being a parent here is you spend so much time at Darden and doing, 
you know, all, all of these different activities or schoolwork that like deciding to do some of the other social activities that can feel like a huge trade-off. Um, and so I, uh, like providing opportunities again for just like your family to come in and be a part of it. Um, so we're really looking forward to this welcome social where we'll have all like all of the families there and we'll be able to like, know like, Oh, okay. Like you're a first year family. It just like, again, building upon that, that community of, of people who have sometimes very similar challenges and, and people that you can look to as, as a resource. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is just um, where we're looking, I'm looking forward to getting to know more of the first years and, and providing that support um, for them and understanding like where their needs are and, and what are some of the things that they're going through and, and all of that stuff to be able to better help them. And so we'll have like surveys going out and we'll have like, you know, in very informal chats to be able to, to just like better get to know the, the first years. Um, so I always look forward to those like informal chats and different things that we do with them. Are there other things in your second year that you're excited about? Maybe an elective or two that you're taking other activities? Yeah. Um, and so actually um, somewhat related to the club, um, I am doing a um, starting new ventures uh class right now where you, the whole class is literally just like, okay, like we'll teach you some things, but really it's like, all right, you're here to build out a business or start a business. Um, and so something I've been really interested in is providing opportunities for entrepreneurship with kids and uh, like teenagers. And so I've been working on that. Actually, tonight, I'll be going and, and doing my first like practice run with some uh, teenagers that I know and, and being able to like go through that process and get feedback of like, what did they like? What didn't they like to build out a more robust program for for teenagers and kids to be able to experience entrepreneurship and, and act and do stuff. So I've, I'm really excited about that. Why is that something that you're passionate about? Is there a story there? Yeah. So, um, uh, kind of there's, uh, I'm going back and, and as I was thinking about, where I grew up and a lot of like people who uh, around me in my community that just like didn't have a lot of the same privileges that I did. And um, talking with my, my wife where like her family is very much like entrepreneurial and like, you know, like she was doing like five, different like her own businesses in high school type of thing. Whereas like I thought 
like you couldn't make money until you were 16 and you had to like go work at like the pizza hut down the road type of thing or whatever. And, and so like, um, seeing and hearing about her experience and seeing how much it, it enabled her to feel like she had control over her, her future, um, and, and contrasting that to some of the people that I I grew up with and thinking about the opportunities that that could provide them um, was a huge motivation for me to, to pursue that. Well, you'll have to come back and, and tell us how that, how that goes. I mean, that, that sounds like yeah. a really, really cool idea. And uh, we've had, it's interesting. Um, students have the opportunity to teach folks about entrepreneurship in a lot of different ways. Uh, you may have uh, some classmates or know some folks who've done the, the Darden prison program where they go and, and work yeah. with folks um, at, a, at a nearby prison on developing some of those entrepreneurial skills. Cause to your, to your point, it, it creates options for folks, right? Um, you can start your, you can start your own venture. You can, you can do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, um, it's incredible the amount of like self-confidence and like just like empowerment that you feel when you're like, I like, like this was nothing. And then like I built it out and I did something and I was able to, you know, sure make money, but also like I created something that like other people liked and wanted, you know, I think that there's, there's this, there's this power that comes of knowing like one, I can create my own future. And then two, like I made this, you know? And, and so I think that that can be really powerful for people in lots of different um, environments, really for everyone. That's such a great point Devon. Um, that the idea that you've, created this thing that didn't really exist before and people like it. And you, and you hear that sort of feedback and that, that validation, that, that is a very, very powerful thing. Um, so we normally ask the same last question of our guest here, but I'm asking you like a little bit of a riff on this question. So what's a piece of advice yeah. you would share with a prospective student who has a family and is looking at Darden and thinking about uh, this school, what would you want that person to know? What, what would you want them to think about? Yeah, a great, great question. Um, but the, the first thing, and, and we've alluded to it quite a bit, is that this decision really has to be, you know, a, a whole family decision and thinking about um, not only like what what different programs you're interested in or like what, you know, like unique niche thing that one school might have versus another or whatever, but like really like considering all of the different like perspectives of what would life be like for your whole family um, it is going to be extremely important in that decision-making. And so finding a place that like, works well with your family is, is, is going to be like one of the most important things. Um, going back to like my wife, uh, 
not liking cold or like Minnesota, like she loved the idea of being in Virginia and like the fact that it's like really warm, you know? So I, I think like there's, there are those like intangible assets or those, those intangible effects that are, are really important. And then the, the last thing is that it, which is a little bit off of what I just said, but is that you um, can't optimize your life. And there's just like some things where it's important to just like go with your gut feeling about certain things. And like any decision you make is a, is a good decision, right? Like you're not choosing any bad choice. Like they're all great choices. Um, and so like giving yourself a break and being like, okay, like it, it's all good is, is, um, is really important for relieving stress of the decision-making. That's such a great point because when we talk with prospective students, certainly by the point that they've gotten admitted to say Darden and they may have some mm-hmm. other options, I'm not sure that there's a bad decision. You, you have great schools. No, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have an opportunity to go to a great MBA program. You're really just trying to, to make the best choice for, for you. And, and that's subjective and, you know, you, you can yes. only get so far in that research. Just, you never, I mean, you're yeah. probably never going to have every question answered, but you're going to have like a preponderance of, of the questions answered. And you're going to feel yeah. like, yeah, I think this is the right place for me. Um, so. Yeah. And, and there's always this like, oh, but like, what if I'm missing out on X, Y, Z? Or what if I had just talked to like three more people, then maybe I would know more. And it's like, you know, again, it's, it, there's a lot of unnecessary stress that we put ourselves through. And it's like, it, it really will be okay, no matter what. And you get to a point where you just kind of have like this, like gut feel of like, yeah, like this is, this is where I can see myself for like, this is where I think fits the best. I'm not sure. Charlottesville was actually the the only school that I hadn't visited in person because the pandemic hit right before I could visit. And so it was like, there was so many unknowns, but at the same time, I just felt like this was the best place for me and, and that I was going to have a community that like supported me, um, which was really important. And, And so like, there were lots of unknowns, lots of question marks, but at some point you just have to move forward and be like, okay, like this is it. One of the things that you've mentioned here that I think is very true about this decision, and it may not be the most comfortable thing to acknowledge, is that as objective as we want to be in life when we're making these major decisions, intuition, just your feel um, for a place. Mm -hmm still plays a very big and important role. And there's not much you can do about that because you got to listen to that, right? Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, Devon, it's been such a pleasure uh, catching up with you here. Um, Thanks for filling us in on the Parents at Darden Student Organization. Best of luck with the year ahead. and, And thanks for sharing all your insights with our listeners. Yeah. No, thank you for having us. 
and that was my interview with Devon Page, a second year student in our full-time MBA class of 2023. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.